0: Oh, you Campbell's in here. Fraser Campbell! That's the breakthrough. A lovely finish from Fraser
1: Campbell in front of the Stratford end. And with eight minutes to go, it's United 1-Espanyol 0. The perfect ball, but you got to say, the kids did well. He put it away. He just left it over the goalkeeper.
2: Hello, and welcome back to the Manchester United podcast. I'm Helen Evans.
0: I'm David May. And I'm Sam Homewood. Yeah, this is nice, isn't it? Dream nice. seems work. Yeah.
2: There how are we, we guys? All? Good week. Oh
0: good. good week,
2: yeah. Good. Set the scene, Sam. Tell yeah, everybody okay. where we are. So
0: right now we're we're at Carrington and we're currently sat on a balcony overlooking one of the indoor training pitches. But we're very going to move posh. very soon. We are going to the VIP room. Oh, even posher. Because we've got a guest that deserves it. We're going to have a lovely view of the car park, which is pretty cool. We're going to be in the building when, whenever you see a player has signed and they're stood outside the doors, we're going to be above those doors.
2: Do you know what, Sam? Mm. Go on. That's very nice.
0: It is nice. Nice place to be.
2: It is. Never yeah. thought. is. I've never thought of the car park like that, but do you know what? I will think of it like it's that. It's the best every car time. park I know. <laughs> Fraser Campbell's on today.
0: Maisie, you were with him, weren't you? You, you were at the club at the same time? Uh,
2: yes.
3: I passed across maybe about a year, maybe maybe two years. Presumably yeah. just a year he or two of trying to kick snapper, him. As you it, say. Was a, it was a young whippersnapper, yes. Yeah, coming onto the scene. Young bar, young pop. Teach him a few, uh, few lessons.
2: Did you do? You taught him a few lessons or he taught you a few lessons? Well,
3: he'll probably have learned something from me. Out of to, course, everybody learns
2: something I, from I, David May. Probably
3: out to two foot people. <laughs> <laughs> so get with
2: it. He's went on from the Manchester United Academy to have yeah. an amazing career. One of the success stories of the Academy.
0: Yeah, obviously he uh, did his loan to Antwerp and Hull Spurs as well. Then... After leaving United completely, Sunderland, Cardiff, Palace, Hull, and finally Huddersfield Town, be interesting to get a, a, a sort of an assessment of where he is now with yeah. his career.
2: He's doing a little bit for MUTV, he is, yeah. he is. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know
0: if it's a case of if he's finished, if he's still looking, if he's doing a bit on the side, if he's just dipping his toe into the media along with some football. We'll try Maybe and he
2: just likes hanging out with us. Understandable.
0: We are. Shall fun. we find out? Yeah, let's do it. There Here he is, Campbell. <laughs> Fraser Campbell, welcome to the Podcast. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Very Excellent. Much. You're doing a bit more in the world of media now. Mm-hmm. Are you still playing?
1: Not currently, no. Um, not got a, a club. Uh, I was hoping to maybe uh, continue this season, but nothing's come about. So, you know, I'm just enjoying speaking to you guys, um, spending more time with my kids. Uh, so, yeah, just see what comes up.
2: Are you enjoying it, though?
1: Yeah, or are you, know. you
2: thinking, oh, I still want to get back no, on the No, I'm
1: enjoying it. I'm not. I, th- I thought I'd miss it more than uh, than I have. You're at peace with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my ironing every Tuesday and stuff so like that. So it's 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 nice. You're to are ironing
2: get, every Tuesday. Yeah, there just get a bit of routine
1: <laughs> into my uh, schedule. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice. <laughs> no. how, old, how old are you now? Uh, Thirty-five.
3: Thirty-five. Yeah. Young pop.
2: Do you remember Fraser? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. You could say B- yeah. thirty-five. Yeah. I remember being <laughs> thirty-five as well. Yeah, yeah, Boston. those were the yeah. days. Those yeah. were
0: the days, eh? Yeah. Do you think um, being at this point in your career, obviously, we've spoken to over a hundred players on on this podcast, and no one seems to have a huge control about when they decide that they retire. Like Maisie's spoken about it as well. And do you think maybe you feel ready for it now, even though maybe the opportunities that you were looking for haven't come? Yeah, definitely. I think that's what's made it so easy for me.
1: Um, I think you get to a stage where there's there's more, in, not in more important things, but you know, like I've got family, young kids that I wanna, I've been traveling up and down the country for the last 15, 18 years or however long it's been. Um, it's nice to just be there for them. And you know, like all my family is from Huddersfield, that's where I live now. So it's just nice to spend quality time with, you know, those around me that I've not really had chance to spend. Much time with
2: so you're enjoying the skill run basically
1: yeah I'm in a little uh, coffee group <laughs> with some of the moms. Um, <laughs> that's on a Wednesday um, but oh you're yeah. a busy
2: man <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. coffee group Wednesday
1: packed, yeah. it's, um, I'm enjoying it yeah
0: you haven't had loads of time to think about it but do you think media is maybe the world you want to you want to be in
1: yeah I mean I was just I was just speaking about this before um, like everyone's saying how, how you fill in your days but like when I was at Huddersfield last year I think I had to be at training like, like quarter past nine. I was back home for one. So like now, I'll take the kids to school. I might go to the gym for an hour, mm. two hours, take my dog for a walk, have, have a brunch, mid morning brunch. Uh, and then, you know, it's around one o'clock anyway. So it's not, I'm not having to, um, I'm not sat there scratching my head thinking, well, what we're going to do. It's And there's always stuff to be doing. Like obviously yeah. I've got three kids, I'm taking one here, I'm taking one there. So it's, do you miss it? I miss, I miss playing because yeah. my little boys just started playing so I've been going to watch him at the weekend and, yeah. he, and, I, and I see you know the buzz that he's getting from it that I used to have and it's I miss that side of it yeah. but in terms of like the training and day to day and pre-season and stuff like that I'm not, no, not really I understand. think that's
0: the opposite of what a lot of people say I isn't was it? just going
2: to say that one person we spoke to said they didn't miss playing at all but I can't remember who it was and they likened being a professional footballer to being in the army in some way, because you're told where to be, what oh, time yeah. to be yeah. there, what yeah. to wear, what to yeah. eat, what to yeah. drink.
1: Yeah, you've got no control over you. And week. then you've
2: got freedom all of a sudden. Kieran Richardson, that's who it was. Yeah, I remember because I remember thinking not many players say that. Most players say they really miss it, or most people say they miss the
1: changing room. No, yeah, I, well, I agree with him. You, you've, you like you said, you're, you're told to be, uh, be there, do this, do that, Yeah. and you've got no control. So, I know for some people, maybe too much controls. You know, the opposite of what they need. But for me, it's, I'm enjoying it.
3: Did yeah. you plan this day at all? Did you think, get into it, or... It's just, obviously, I know it's just come upon you, but two or three years ago, what were you thinking? Yeah, well... Coming when, to the end of my career. Yeah,
1: you always... Obviously, I'm 30, I was 30, 35 now, so you're thinking, you know, it's yeah. it's not going to be too long. But in my mind, I thought I'd play another year, so this season, yeah. and then, you know, call it quits, but... The way it's worked out, I was getting off as like abroad and down south and I, I couldn't really no, be bothered moving it, yeah. yeah, family around to, just for the sake of a year somewhere.
2: Well, it's lovely to have another academy graduate on and we love to have academy graduates on here. We are overlooking the car park, um, as Sam mentioned before, but we can see the academy building. Lots of great memories there, I assume for you, but is that where you started your career at Manchester United, or where were you before?
1: Yeah, I was at the um, the Cliff, cliff. And Littleton Road for a bit, and then we, we moved over here.
2: At what age were you I, when you started coming here? Um, maybe 13, 14, something like that. So you moved here permanently to go to Diggs, or did you still nah, live at home?
1: So I still lived in Huddersfield, but from um, 14, I used to come um, on a Friday night and just stay in Diggs until Monday nights. So I used to miss Mondays at school. Um That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it was nice. for the Four day four day, four day, of day week. week. Yeah.
2: It's gonna be the new thing apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to miss double double English, I think. It's class. But uh now yeah, some fond memories of I think Eric used to have Eric Harrison on a Thursday on that outdoor AstroTurf Turf, just ruminants to death.
0: <laughs> what was the what was the difference in each move like? Did you did you did it feel special being at the Cliff because of the history associated to it or when you were a kid and you're getting to play football was all of that just a an irrelevance?
1: No, I think uh, part of the coaches, um, staff and like Paul McGuinness and the likes of um instilled it into us, you know, how special the cliff was, uh, who'd been there before us and stuff like that and all this history. So then you move to, to here and you know the first teams here. Sometimes the the manager of Alex used to come and watch us train and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it was always special moving around from place to place because, you know, we was fully involved in the Man United history of the, mm-hmm. of the club. And it was... It was, it was Where nice. did you love of
3: football come from?
1: My dad, probably. My dad and his mates used to um, play like Sunday League. So I used to just go and train with them and he's still football mad.
2: Is he Huddersfield mad or Manchester United mad?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, he's a Leeds fan. Oh, right but he confessed to me the other day you know like, the other day it was the other day it was, it, it, when he it came to the, the Spurs game yeah. on the way back he was like you know what I, I've been a Leeds fan all these years but there's something in, about Man United that's just close to my heart because we've been coming here since like I was yeah. 10 so it's yeah. 20 years or whatever um, and it's you know I think I'm a. I think I might be a Man United fan. Ooh, <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Couldn't take that, Dirty yeah, leads. <laughs> <doesn't> <laughs> Take that, Dirty You've <laughs> one of yours. Who were you, though, growing up? I never supported a, a club as such, as players. So, my first player that I supported was John Barnes. I used to love John Barnes. And then it was Andy Cole. Uh, and then Andy Cole moved to Man United. And then, obviously, I came to Man United. So, then I was a Man United Idle. fan. Yeah.
2: Who scouted you? Do you remember?
1: Mike Glennie it was. I've still got the, the my dad's got the, the scouting uh, report. Oh wow. Just, like framed all these notes and like the team that played that day. Um,
2: oh my goodness, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What, what does it say? It's just literally like the team sheet, mm-hmm. like who's playing um, and then his ri- little notes, but his writings. Awful! So you, can't really oh, no. <laughs> you can't really tell what you're
0: saying. But or just some really nice things. I'm just no yeah, what could be. Well, it could worked. be. really nice, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Mike, Mike Glennie was, yeah. scouted me back in.
0: Did you in Did you think you were good when you were when you were a kid? Uh,
1: I don't know. I must have done. I suppose. Uh, I remember being better than a lot of my mates, and they were all older than me. So I think I just I didn't really think of it like that. I just thought I enjoyed being part of the team and. Um, yeah, because like I said, a lot of my, my mates were older than me and I was just happy to be in their gang kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, I impressed them. So I knew it was decent, but I didn't know how good I was. Was it centre forward? No, centre mid. Started off centre mid. I was tiny as well. and used to just two foot people everywhere. <laughs> but I think when they came <laughs> me, I came here, I'm quick. So they, I got pushed out onto the wing and ended up playing up front from like 16, 17.
2: So you started coming here when you were 14, you said?
1: on weekends yeah yeah on weekends but, yeah did
2: you live with someone in Diggs at that time at weekends
1: yeah. um yeah ian buckingham the kit man oh no yeah graham and june oh, and Okay. in stretford by the um I'll never forget because oh, what a up funny thing, guy. smell kellogg's <laughs> <can> smell um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice Christmas the kellogg's factory is just that. near Brilliant. old trafford if anybody Brilliant.
2: is wondering what yeah. that reference is to oh <laughs> what a great guy
1: no yeah just stay there with with them
2: until what age were you coming here for a couple of years uh, Yeah, that? so
1: from that we've been from 14 to 16 when I left school and then I I, I moved to sail with another family, Kay and Dave, Lee.
2: And did you live with anybody in those digs? Another Eagles. player? Oh, Chris Eagles.
1: Eagles. Yeah, that was fun. I yeah. was, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was real fun. He's a great character. Yeah. How was
3: it like moving out, moving on? Was it tough? Or um,
1: adventurous, I think, because I, I, I did it at fourteen for the weekends. It was a bit of a trial, so I got used to it. Um, so then, when I'm left sixteen, I think it was probably harder for my like my parents, yeah, especially yeah. my mom um, and my little brother, because he obviously didn't see me as much. But it's not too far; it's only like forty-five minutes away. So yeah. you know, I was back and forth a lot. But yeah, it was tough um, moving away from home, starting a job. Yeah. essentially and living with another family because it wasn't with um graham and june i was with another family so mm. it's it was difficult but you know it was, it was part of it and um it's part of the life experience really
2: yeah i know it's you often think about the players and we've spoken to so many who actually have to move country at that stage like for you it was only what an hour down the road but yeah. It's still difficult to leave no, your yeah. family. You know, you didn't have the days of FaceTime. You had phones, but it wasn't FaceTime the same <laughs> as what it is now.
1: No, yeah. It's, it was um, hard, harder to communicate um, and be connected uh, when you're not, not there. Yeah, but like you said, lots of people
0: do it. It's just, just an added um, challenge to get over, I think. At this point, are you taking football really seriously? Like it's a career? Because you're only sort of 16. So it's difficult to maybe put that expectation on yourself. Well,
1: you have to. You you come here, you're around like the first team, you Gary Neville's and skulls and that, and people like yourself. Um, you've, you, there's a level of expectation that, you know, you can't, it's not just here for a jolly up and a kick around with your mates. It's a yeah. proper club with, you know, standards and ambitions. Do
3: you know what you said about your... Um you was the best at your age when you was younger how did you find it coming into United with those players who were either going to be better
1: than you yeah, you know maybe a little bit worse it, than you it was it was a complete change because what I found was when I when I signed everyone was technically better than me like I had the raw energy and the yeah. passion for the game which got me by when I was playing with people that weren't as good mm-hmm. but then there was guys here that, that you could tell they'd been in academy football for a long time you know there was left both footed and things yeah. like that and I was it was it was a, at first it was a complete shock but you know I'd love football Did you ever doubt yourself there or? A little bit probably at yeah. the start I remember my dad was telling me about my uh, trial so I came on trial and we played against the under 10s Man United under 10s mm-hmm. against the trial team and he said I was just like stood there feeling with me um, stringing my shorts because some of the older teams were training I was just like watching. stood watching training do you know what I mean just <laughs> trying to soak it all in yeah. but it's forgetting that I was here to try and so yeah it was, yeah. Yeah, it was a complete change and you know, it took some time to get used to but um, I was willing to learn And Did you have anyone you confided in? Um, not really cause, like, maybe just your dad or yeah, yeah. Just, just my parents and you know, no one in my area had ever played for any academy. so it's not like right. I could lean on someone for any um you know their experience or anything like that and, and when you're 10 you I was a bit shy anyway I didn't really um talk about my feelings and stuff like yeah. that with others so yeah it was it was difficult at first
2: is it true your dad's in a band by the way
1: yeah he's a singer I went Saturday night to watch him down in local boozer Right, on the like night, what yeah. does he sing? Soul, Marvin Gaye and all. Oh, that. Wow. Sort of oh, let's get it on! Come on, yeah, yeah, I <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really That's good. That's brilliant. I'm a brother. Can Solo. Sing as well. Uh, well, he does. He's, he's in a been band. on his own, but yeah. he's he's in the past. He has been with. Come band. on, then. What's the band called? His his band was called. Um, Pink, it was Pink Coconut. It was called. Pink Coconut. And what's he called now? He's not in the band anymore. He's, right. awesome. he's, not, he's not sung for uh, maybe four or five years. Pink and then Coke Saturday and... was the last time. he's actually no way. Yeah. So as a as
2: child, a... did you go and watch him?
1: Well, every Christmas Eve, we used to go down to the working men's club, and all the family would go down, and my dad would be singing like all night or whatever. They would go home all night open long the presents that's all like night bit, long. That's there you go. I to
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can class him a soul.
1: Exactly, yeah! Come on.
2: <laughs> <I'm> sorry, Fraser. <laughs> yeah,
1: I yeah. yeah, used to sing a lot when I was younger. Brilliant! I yeah. love that. The pink coconut. Yeah, we have to get him on. What was his job? <laughs> he did a bit of everything. He was a policeman. Um, he worked copper as well. For, yeah, he worked for the council. He's a plumber, um, building. This
2: guy can do everything. Yeah, <laughs> he
1: does it. He's oh, trying to do everything. Yeah. Singing. Oh, he was in the police, not the band. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it was. This was when I was really young. I must have been about three or four. Or so maybe. Two, three years. Right, oh, in the police. Might know house. Might know dad, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know your co- dad. I know my dad. Yeah, yeah. do not wear this. Sorry, I just went <laughs> off the beaten
2: track there. That's
3: brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's class. <laughs> Pink coconut. Mm-hmm. So the band's like
1: yeah, it's obviously, gone. yeah. Creative differences. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
2: But did you have that love of music because of your dad? And do you still have that?
1: Yeah, I like music. Yeah, not to like my like my brother's in the West End. So he's he can sing. He was on X Factor on TV and all that. So, well, yeah, they're all like super. Musical, that's man. class. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, we've, never had a, we've never had a musician on.
2: No, but we we did someone we else's dad well. was, in well, well, Schme- Schmeich- 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 was in a band. Someone else's dad was in a band. Michael
3: could play the piano. That was it.
0: During the youth setup, and you start as a ten-year-old, and you're there as a sixteen-year-old. I suppose the team slowly changes and evolves. And you talked about not being an academy player and previously having that experience and maybe feeling like a little bit out of your depth, yeah. at what point do you start feeling confident with your place as as the years develop? And maybe you see players that you thought, oh, they're a step ahead of me and then they're gone one day. Well, yeah, and that's it's season by season. So you,
1: I might have thought, you know, I was maybe struggling in my first season, but then, you know, by the end of it, I've played a few games and, and I've done well. And then, you know, you might get a new year contract and then a bunch of players have gone that maybe I thought they were better than me or, I, I, when I first came they were better than me and now I'm definitely better so you you get gradual indications over you know the contracts I remember coming in here and everyone's sat in a canteen waiting to go see the manager if you're going to get a contract and stuff like that so it's you judge it throughout the season I think yeah. and, but slowly as I'm, as I'm getting older I'm feeling more confident in myself the manager's and, in the gaffer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sir Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but I just don't know, know whether it's like the under...
3: Yeah, yeah. obviously when you're younger, youth, you, youth, you get youth
1: yeah. uh, managers uh, telling you whether you're getting kept on and stuff like that. Did or, you
3: have any inclinations? Or was it just a case of like...
1: Uh, I think when, say if you didn't go first and someone went in and came out and didn't get one that you thought oh, he he's going to get one, then you may be thinking, oh... But for me, I was I was like training with the first team from, like more or less as soon as I left school. So yeah. it was I kind of had an inclination that I was I was going to be all right. But you know, you never you never
0: know. Do no. you know football. How stressful is it to be that age and be waiting on what at the time certainly? and I suppose to some extent is a a life changing decision, and it's just year after year. Yeah, it's it is
1: very stressful. Like we sat there waiting, and some of the lads had been in the team since I was ten with, and were sitting here sixteen. We just left school thinking, right, this is our chance. Yeah. And some of them, four or five of them get let go. And I'm thinking, well, I've lived with this guy for the last six years or whatever. Mm. And now I'm not gonna see him again. So it's, it is daunting um, at such a young age, but yes, the nature of football, then it's There's so many, out. Oh, the the 10 years I was here, I've seen so many kids come and, and go. And, yeah it's just the way it That's is like a conveyor belt isn't it is yeah. not
2: Is there anyone that you feel slipped through the net perhaps in your youth team or someone who maybe got let go went on to have an incredible career not necessarily at Manchester United
1: yeah there's a couple um, Ryan Shawcross he yeah. he never really had played any games no. I don't know if he played for the first team at all but you know he's, he had a great career um, he was in my age group obviously people like Gareth Evans he's still playing now I think he's last year he was at Portsmouth of like um, few, but like, there's been a few like Danny Rose as well he had, he's, he had a, a long career Luke Daniels mm-hmm. who's, who I lived with at Stretford with um, goalkeeper at he was at Brentford last I think um, but yeah there's, there's a few that have gone on I won't say they slipped through the net maybe they weren't good enough to play for, for yeah. Man United but you know they're good enough to, to have a career in football and you know, that's what we're all trying to do with the bottom line
0: you think it's difficult at that point because like Ryan Shawcross was obviously an excellent Premier League defender and at one point you were playing with Jared Piquet and we know the career he had but do you think sometimes like say if Piquet stays at United and there would be people that say why did he leave why yeah. did United let him go if he stays he doesn't maybe ever have that career because he doesn't get the opportunities because the defenders who are ahead of him
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult it's a bit of time in his lot as well because yeah like the time when we was like seventeen, eighteen, United was winning everything. The first team was winning the Champions League, Premier League. You know the the squad was brilliant. You had to be worth fifty million as a sixteen year old to, you know, yeah. to stake a claim in the team. So it, it is difficult to, to to break into such a a, a strong team. Do you know then?
3: So you're signing a canteen when it's going to Go and see the gaffer. For all those who watch this, they'll never be in the position that you was in. He then tells you you're going to be given a contract. Are you like just, just jumping around inside thinking to well, get you, in are there you that that hug? Inside, yeah. but
1: you know, it's, it's the manager. In cool, in cool, yeah. you know, cool. He's like, oh yeah. But he'll, he'll always give you a, like a positive, but they'll throw a few negatives in as yeah. well. Like, you no, know, this is the start of all your hard work. And does he tell you then what
3: you're on or your wages and no, stuff I've, like that? Or you just say, listen, we're going to take you on
1: and. Yeah, it was just more so of a, you develop. Yeah, basically. He wasn't going to sit. It wasn't. Um, like a contract, the like no, no, yeah. contract there and then, but yeah, it was what they expected you, yeah, and what you wanted you from you for over the next however long.
3: And how difficult is it then coming out to see your mates that have been let go?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's a tough bit. Like some of them, they forgot to let go would come back in and sit down, and but some of them just to shoot walked. Off. Yeah, yeah. And obviously in there it was glass down yeah, the thing, yeah, so you, you could, could just see them see going, yeah. walking out. And you're like, oh, well, that can't be good news. Wow, well, but yeah, it's it is tough
2: so what age was that at your first that was
1: like 15 going 16 yeah when you just left school and you're coming into um, and
2: then you were playing for the under 18s then after that Uh, that was the next step
1: i think it was was it 18s it might be 17s 17s and 19s and then reserves
0: how disciplined do you think you were or you had to be in terms of your social life with being young in manchester and Having moved away from home and being attributed and associated to Manchester United, yeah, I, th- I think it's a bit different back then. It was before like Instagram and Facebook was was
1: fully taking off, so you could get away with a little bit more um, when I first started. Anyway, like, compared to now, you, you can't do nothing, can you? But I think strictness came from inside this building. You know, yeah. we, had to, we had to clean the boots. You had to. Who was your pros? Did you have pros? No, I think we just just, just stopped. stopped. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had to take you know the drinks thing so yeah. we had little groups of teams that had to bring the drinks out people like Maisie were like who's made this drink <laughs> so you had to run over well, from you your mean. training pitch pick the jug thing up you know the old school thing with a button on the bottom yeah, yeah. take that back in making you and bring out is, is, this, is this one alright Macy? yeah yeah that'll do <laughs> uh, I never said that Maisie. it's lies 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 don't no, I yeah.
0: there's
3: yeah. too many of these stories for the the really lies to be honest
0: do you remember Fraser?
3: Yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. Young whipper snapper, yeah. Trying to snap few him <laughs> <attention>. <laughs> trying to snap him in too as a young pup. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What was it like? Um, obviously then you you are playing consistently and then you get the opportunities going loan. Yeah. Whose idea was that? Was that yours or the clubs? Um
1: or? it was mainly the, the clubs. Um I think we played in the cup and we got beat by someone and the managers wasn't best pleased at right. all. So it was just like, right? Obviously, we was going to play in the cup, so we're just, you're not going to get a chance to play. So go out on loan. Yeah. So I ended up going to well, the season before. Sorry, I uh, went to Antwerp. Yeah. I think that was the club's decision. I think that's something talked about over the summer with with myself. Um, go get some football this year. You had a good first season mm-hmm. with the youth team. Got out there. There was few play, few of us that went out there, and it was um, carnage. <laughs> yeah, it was carnage. Who <laughs> you know. with? Evans, um, Johnny Evans.
0: Some no, stories you out. know then, Helen. <laughs> Some stories you know that might uh, inform that carnage you might, you might have
1: to actually leave this room now, Helen, <laughs> as these stories will come out. Uh, yeah, uh, Johnny was there, Darren Gibson and Danny Simpson. So That's was, a group. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm sure
2: Johnny said that sometimes they used to they used to give you a hard time, the other players, because oh, you yeah. were basically coming in and taking their positions. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It was... Um, Like normally when you go to a club and you're on loan, you've got to try and win the dressing room anyway. But then because we're coming from Man United and it's like, it wasn't forced, but probably for them, it felt like it was forced upon them. Um, Yeah, and I don't think they were on a lot of money. So they was taking, you know, the bonuses and stuff away from them. So first it was, you know, be nasty to us, but after we played and the casino was decent football you know yeah. they got. I think they got on board and we had a real good time out there. Mm-hmm. Well, you scored loads as well, didn't you? Yeah, I scored a few. Yeah, uh, it
0: must have been fun. Is yeah. it fifteen and thirty-one?
1: Uh, I think it was more like 21. twenty-four. Um, what about twenty-four and thirty-one? Um, they called me Super Campbell. Yeah, nice. Super. Yeah. super I don't know if they used call me a soup. Soup yeah. of Campbell. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, the accent is funny. Did
2: your family ever come out and visit yeah, you there? Yeah, I
1: used to come. They used to come out. um whenever they could really, um, visit, see some of the stadiums and the fans were just mental out there. Like if you won the game, there was like the folly all the way back. But if you lost the game, you'd be battering
0: the bus and try to block the road and stuff like that. It was carnage. Mm-hmm. In that environment, when it's gone so well, when it comes to the end, is there a you that wants to stay? Um, it, it, I wouldn't say stay. <laughs> I mean, I was
1: upset that, you know, it was, it was over because we had such a good time out there. Um, Like you said, playing men's football for the first time, yeah. getting a real taste of it. Um, Fanatic uh, fans and stuff like that. So yeah, it was, it was kind of sad that, you know, it ended, but at the same time, excited to come back and hopefully, you know, try and play for my because that's, you know, that's the whole reason of, going out there to, to get experience to, to play for your club
2: and that's what you did so you mentioned you wanted that's why you were there you're there to work hard to get into United's first team and that's what you did how long was it after you returned I know you played against Glen yeah but then you played against Manchester City
1: yeah yeah um, how long ca- was that I can't remember it must have been a couple of months I think but yeah off the back of that season um, I had a decent pre-season played with the first team uh, the friendlies and then tour. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember if I went on tour I don't think I went on tour Because I think it was in the playoffs in uh, Belgium So I think we finished later So we had a bit more time off So yeah, c- getting with the first team was, was the goal And you know, came back and and, and st- started that game in tour.
0: And I think I, sc- I scored in that game You did? Yep. Yeah, yeah Who were the forwards at the club at the time?
1: Uh, obviously, um, Bruni was there I remember Nistelrooy being around, it might have just been just left or um Saha was there, Tevez was around at some stage. <laughs> there was a good few strikers at the club. Obviously Solskjaer was here. Obviously we had Giuseppe Rossi. We had even like Sylvan Ebanks Blake, who was a couple of years yeah. older than me. Yeah. Um yeah, there was a there's a, a good set of strikers at the club. The
2: pedigree there?
1: Yeah. Fourlon was there here.
2: Who played in the Manchester Derby when you co- you got subbed on for yeah. Michael Carrick, but who yeah. was playing up front then?
1: Uh, I can't, I don't even know. Can't remember your debut. No, it was a blur. Honestly, <laughs> the only thing I remember for it is being sat, sat on the bench, the manager say phrase coming on. So I'm stood there thinking, right, coming on, Manchester Derby, 17. And I'm just like, oh God. And he says, right, what you want to do is get on Haman, don't let him. Yeah, and so I don't remember anyone else being on the pitch. <laughs> it was just me and her man just falling around the pitch for 20 minutes or however long it was. But yeah, I don't honestly I don't remember who was there, what the score of the game was, or what day it was. I don't remember. No who way, was that's playing. crazy that you don't nah, remember yeah. that. It was a blur.
2: Was it at Old Trafford?
1: No, it was at. That's um, yeah.
2: Did your family go?
1: No, because I think I think I only got called up last minute. So I don't know if someone was ill or injured or sick or something like that. So it was a last minute job. So I didn't have a chance to to get across to, to the game.
2: Did you go and stay in a hotel in those yeah, days overnight? Yeah,
1: Fridays, used to be in a hotel, yeah. So did you...
2: Oh, sorry, you got called up on the Saturday, do you mean? Or did you know on the Friday?
1: Well, I must have known. I must have known on the Friday, <laughs> I get, I get. Blur, yeah. I I'm getting flashbacks of Paul
2: schools podcast here. He didn't it remember is, anything it, either. It, it, happened,
1: it happened to me before because I remember <laughs> me and Johnny was... Went for something to eat in, in, in Hale, I think. And this must have been a Friday night. So I was out on Friday <laughs> night. And then I got a phone call in the morning saying, Someone's sick. You need to come be on the bench on Saturday yeah. against Tottenham. So I sat on the bench thinking, I was out late last night. <laughs> now I'm sat here. So yeah. You, you did sh-
2: you come on in that game?
1: Don't think I did.
2: Just as well then? Yeah, well, yeah, thankfully,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, bit tired
2: <laughs> so you made that debut against Manchester City and then you went to Hull yeah on loan what was yeah. that experience like
1: yeah um, another another good a, a, a perfect loan move for myself
2: did you want to go though because you'd had a taste of first team action yeah
1: I think I think it was important for me to to Continue playing and keep progressing and stuff. So, to, to sit around and maybe get 10 minutes here, there at the United was, you know, it wasn't probably going to be the best for me. So, my first loan in English football to see how, how I fared and that, and it, and it went really well. You know, got were, 2 on your debut, just so, to remind you. Don't yeah. you know that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, got 2 on my own debut there. Um I had a really good season and ended up getting promoted. So, it was, it was ideal in terms of a loan player going away and learning his trades. It was. Good time.
3: Did you find much difference in the, obviously you'll find much difference in the calibre of training, but <laughs> did you find that you was at a good level then?
1: Yeah, for me, I was-
3: You was, was comfortable?
1: Yeah, I was comfortable. So I was training with the first team a lot, um, playing reserve games, and back then the reserve team was you know, yeah, it was really strong on it. So yeah. it was, um, I, I was more than confident in myself, but it was, it was, again, it was just a whole different environment. Like I knew how it was here. Like we'd never have a day off. No. And I went to Hull. Hull, it was Wednesdays were off, Sundays were off, what do you mean we're off? Like, <laughs> you don't have to come in. And like, we traveled to the games on the day, like yeah. on a Saturday on the bus, I get on. Chef at the back said, oh, what do you want for us for breakfast? Like, We've got, I said, well, what you got? We've got like full English here, um, bacon sandwich. I was like, what, Why? are you eating this on the way to the game? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah fry up please <laughs> extra bacon so it was just That's a expensive. whole just yeah, as a comparison
2: what would you be getting on the bus here
1: well you first you, of all you'd, yeah. be, you'd be already there yeah yeah yeah. you'd you wouldn't up, be on you'd the have bus your cereals you might have an omelette your porridge yeah, you know, like yeah. typical athlete meal wouldn't a be a greasy, going down the greasy spoon <laughs> would you <laughs> yeah. like it was just, in a little plastic tupperware box just like one of them plastic That's sport phone
0: yeah. things yeah.
1: Spork, a what? So that's a what's it a called? spork, spork That's it.
0: <laughs> Apart from so, like obviously the food. What about the rest of the cultural differences? I guess in terms of attitude before and after games and uh, training and stuff. Did you find that different?
1: Well, it, like everyone. Some of the older players that were at Hull, their, you know, their standards were high in trading, which you know similar to, to here. But um, obviously the quality wasn't the same. But the, the basics were, were were similar, so it was it, it was easy in that sense. But like I said, like the days off, and then the culture of finishing a game. And remember, you probably come across Dean Windass. You know, did have yeah. about four pints in the lounge after. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening here? Shoot it off, and then go to the pub. So it was like.
2: So amazing I never used to saw have Rod bottles of that. WKD. Then you mentioned. I was
1: chatty. That I was chatty. Blue WKD after Yeah. So it was, it was different, but it was it was a uh, it was uh, So it was how long was that
2: loaning all together? Because it was extended, obviously.
1: Um, so I, I think I let, went there just from like o- end of October, November time to the end of the season, yeah. So, um, with yeah. the
2: view to come back here, obviously, it was a very successful loan, yeah. but with the view to come back here and yeah,
1: get into yeah,
0: the, the first team again. Yeah. There's also, uh, I just saw there's quotes from Sir Alex around this time saying that your future is at Manchester United, yeah. and when you're away on loan and you're having. The experience of that, does that give you confidence that this is all building to exactly where I want to be?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you, you're on the right track. Um, you want to hear things that, like that from your manager. because um, you, you, Sometimes you're worried that, you know, because we've got so many young players out on the line here and everywhere, you don't know if they're they taking an eye as much. So it's nice to... to Who's the manager the at Hull uh, Phil Brown. Phil Brown, yeah. yeah. I got him really well with him, obviously. He gave me a chance to play football and, you know, I Told me how good I was and stroked my ego. So it was,
2: Yeah, that's why you liked him then.
1: Yeah, that's why I liked <laughs> him. Yeah. He did the right yeah. role for me.
0: What happens next is you start and you win a medal in the Community Shield. Yeah. What was that like?
1: Yeah, it was, you know, for me, it was massive. You know, the, the, playing in the, that game that I've watched for years. Yeah. Obviously, win that came on, won the game. And then we're at the top, like, lifting the shield and that. And everyone's like... Oh, yeah, you you take that. No, I don't want to kick seed. No, no, I don't want it. Oh, I'll take it. Downstairs, <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this, mum. That's exactly how I was when I was a child. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was Absolutely. buzzing. Yeah. I, was, First time. I was happy to be involved in it. Yeah. Um, you know, and we won as well, so I was I was delighted. I yeah. still got a picture of me holding it somewhere in my house. That's class.
0: I remember at that time, especially with things like like FIFA and stuff. That so I always loved knowing who the players were that were coming through. And I think there's there's still a huge culture of United fans that get so excited oh, yeah. about the academy players and for that at that point your name was the most exciting one mm-hmm. and so seeing you involved in those games was really exciting because everyone's going this is the guy this is the guy, this <laughs> he, is said, the guy. he
2: says this to everyone by yeah way, I'm going to
0: say not everyone the players that come from the academy because well, that's that's how he's no, had I'm a career
2: saying, joking, yeah. okay. well, you,
0: you are right but, but <laughs> it's because <laughs> it's a thing it's awesome. yeah. um, <laughs> 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 then you start the next game of the season up front with Wayne Rooney against Newcastle. Yeah. At this point, you must be thinking, what we're all thinking on the outside is happening now. This is it. Yeah, all that hard it. work's paid off. And then things changed very quickly. Yeah. What was your experience of all of that? Uh,
1: well, I think I played that game because, you know, I think Ronaldo was injured and Tevez was injured or the way or whatever. But yes, from from the start of it, it's like yeah, we've been working hard. got to this moment. I think the day before, I think it was that said to me, I think, you know, I think you're playing tomorrow up front. I was like, why? So yeah, the manager spoke to me to tell you know, get ready if it's you and Wayne up front. I was like. Brilliant, yeah. Maybe you should have told me this tomorrow because now I'm not going to sleep. At least you weren't out Well, yeah, at least we stay in this time. <laughs> um, so yeah, then I ended up starting the game and I, have, I, had, I thought I had a half decent game, but then after that, I didn't really feature. I think I went on, where did I go? I went on loan somewhere after. Yeah. To, uh, off to Spurs, Spurs as, as yeah.
0: part of the Dimitar Berbatov deal yeah so and that was Hullard, the,
3: Hullard bid 7 million for you as well like, yeah yeah did you have any thought of going there
1: not really because no. I was because I thought you, you
3: know I've done well yeah. there I've come back been involved pre-season um, can you remember the conversation you had done with the Gaffer when he says right you, you go at Spurs part of
1: Berbatov deal so yeah I do so I was it was international break so I was with the England under 20s or 21s yeah. or whatever and I'm sat with, I knew that I'm going on loan, and I'm sat with Steve Bruce, because yeah. he's at Wigan at the time. And he sat with me, like, yep, I'm going on loan to Wigan, whatever, just speaking to the people here, sending the, waiting for the faxes to come through so I could sign or whatnot. So anyway, it's getting later, and it's like, what's taking so long? Like, waiting for hours for this fax to come yeah. through. Just press one button, someone's not doing the job. Anyway, I get a call from a, like, a withheld number. I think it's like, hello. So friends it's Sir Alex here, like, uh, hi. Um, I'm gonna ring you back in five minutes. You're gonna need to give me your answer, but I've got um, got a deal for Berbatov going through. It's 30 million pound, it's only gonna go through if you agree to go there on loan. So I'm gonna ring you back in three minutes, four minutes uh, with your decision, speaks in a minute.
0: Nothing else. That was it? Yeah,
1: that was it. So I sat there with Stevie Bruce Talk and about Steve pressure was like,
2: too. Mm-hmm. What
1: was that? Like was if you then? don't go, I must we're not must getting won 21. 21. 20, actually, I was 20 going 21. So you imagine, yeah. Alex was ringing me saying, this deal's not going through unless yeah. you go the way. I was hardly going to say, no, no.
2: Did you phone anyone in the meantime to ask, like your dad or anything? No,
1: because I was with, I think I was with my dad. My dad, Steve Bruce, oh. and my agent was there. And I was like, well, that was, so I told Steve, and he was like, oh, no, he's killing me. I've come to Wigan I was like listen I can't bring him back and say nah uh, I don't fancy no, it to go to <laughs> yeah. just put Steve on the phone do you phone. know what I mean yeah. you saw your own issues I'm doing, doing <laughs> yeah. market, yeah. do you know what I mean I don't think that would have gone down well so I was just like well looks like I'm going Spurs and that was it
0: did, do you think Steve Bruce did he take it okay because obviously he has his own relationship with Sir Alex so maybe yeah
1: I think he knew he knew what situation I was in you know I think he still was hoping that I was going to say nah I'm coming but mm-hmm. there was no chance I was going to say that um so ended up going there and but I ended up signing for
0: Steve later down the line, so it was you know it worked out in the end. Were you got happy you to end. go to Spurs? Like, if, if that had been on the table and it hadn't been a case of can we send you here so we can bring Berbatov in?
1: Well, Spurs, you know, massive club. club, yeah, yeah, they're in Europe, um, some t- top quality players there, so yeah, I would have been happy to go there, but it was just a bit mad how it mm-hmm. happened within like half an hour. I was thought I was going to Wigan, and then who was been, the manager of Spurs then? Uh, Juan de Ramos right
2: and were you there the next day at well, training well no I
1: was, I, was in Eng- I was with England for oh, like a England? week but yeah. then I went got my stuff and then I was down at Spurs
2: did you know any youth, uh, young players there well yeah there?
1: so uh, when I was with England in my England there was Aaron Lennon uh, Tom Odelson and um, Jamie O'Hara yeah. so I knew three of them anyway yeah so which it was, always helps yeah. doesn't it yeah. it was it was fine but it was and just what about, did
3: Ramos say to you about the the move are going to be playing? Or? Well, yeah, he
1: was, he was, um, he was good. He was super, like, it's going to be a big season for you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to help you a lot. You know, you, you could be really good for us this year. Yeah. And so did he? it? Was, he got sacked. <laughs> we, we, had, Brilliant. we had, I think we had one point after 10 games. So, so, yeah, it was a sticky start for him. And then he got sacked. And then I didn't really play much and after And then that. who came in after that? Um Redknapp, Harry Redknapp. Right. And he got all his gang together. You yeah, know, yeah, got yeah. All the, same boys that he took yeah. everywhere with him, and then didn't really play much after that.
2: Was that a difficult time for you? Because you'd always played, yeah. It was, you because,
1: were. yeah, because on the back of two years of like playing, you know, Antwerp playing yeah. at Hull, you know, making progressions, and yeah. then thinking that you know I'm going to do the similar kind of thing at Spurs, and it didn't really work out. Uh, the first half of the season, it was you know I was playing, playing in Europe, doing all right, and then second half season didn't really play much, so I felt a bit you know flat. Yeah. Um, any young player at that age you want to be playing all the time so it was it was hard to to sit on the sidelines from mm. like after Christmas time to the end of the season
0: So when that loan finished yeah, did you come back here and then what was your thought process that you didn't want to do loans anymore that you wanted to be somewhere you played all the time Yeah my thought process was right I just want to go somewhere
1: and and play football um, I didn't enjoy the last six months being left out of the squad and stuff like that at Spurs and playing a couple of minutes in there I wanted to get back to where I was the season before so it was you know if it, if it was a decent loan I'd have done it but you know I think the thought was for me was the first team You know, it was doing so well you know I probably need to get hmm. out and you know find another route to, to playing
3: must be tough though did you ever speak to the gaffer in between all that
1: So uh, gaffer I need to get back or get me out of it uh, no not really yeah. I just kind of got on with it I didn't yeah. want to f- I didn't want to f- like quit do you see players coming back yeah, from yeah. long early and it, it doesn't well for me I don't think it, it looks great no does totally it yeah, yeah so I, you know I stuck it out uh, tried to take the most from it but yeah it didn't didn't work out for me unfortunately
3: when was it, when was the point in your that you thought I need to move on here I think it was you know because we had long 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 and yeah. then you just thought I need to get out of
1: there yeah because like, you come back in for pre-season and stuff and I think we went away I think it was South Africa or something like that, pre-season tour. And I'm, I'm playing, but, you know, I'm looking at the people in front of me and I'm thinking, well, if I'm, am I going to stay for another couple of months and then get yeah. shipped out again? I want to go somewhere and, and, and play some football. So I think, I think I'm playing back from pre-season tour with with Gary Neville. And at this point, there's talk of clubs offering me and stuff. And I was just like, what do you think I should do? Like, yeah. I, I want to play, but obviously I, I've not really been around... The first team here enough to you know like some people stay around long enough. Mm-hmm. A couple of injuries, you yeah, get yeah, you're in. Yeah. Minutes and y- yeah. luck can change, but I never. Every time I was here, everyone was fit, and every time I went on loan, everyone got injured. So yeah. it was, I think one of the times I was on loan. I think Makeda was playing, oh, yeah. he and he was like, like yeah, so what I mean? Denver, you know, I was yeah. buzzing for him. But at the same time, I that think he, there's five guys that are ahead of him, and that are injured out on loan, yeah. and he's got a chance, and he's done really well with it so he was, he was, I didn't want to be doing that I want to go somewhere playing you know so I spoke to Gaz and he was saying yeah how good it was Gaz? for me he was brilliant yeah like I think a lot of outsiders that not, don't like my night or whatever they think you know he's a bit of a nerd or whatnot yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know he loves his football but he's, I think he was I think when I was 16, 17 I was doing really well in the games and he was like Fred, you've done well last 10, 15 games jumped to go sp- speak to the manager get you a better deal yeah I was like is this a trick question <laughs> why, why, why would I say no to that so yeah, yeah actually went in and got me a a new deal which brilliant. was that's good isn't it him, him and the gaffer might have been in yeah, yeah. cahoots well, or whatever but it felt you know like yeah, he was yeah. looking out for me or yeah. whatever but he was um, he was he was great to be around brilliant as a young player was is there any there? other players in the first team squad then that you looked up to, chatted to our... Uh, yeah, but all of them, I was a Man United fan. Yeah. So I just loved, like, I remember even driving in today, I was driving out thinking, I'm, I feel a bit nervous and excited here driving yeah. in. Because you'd get that going was, out to train, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And um, and
2: then you, then we were here. <laughs>
1: us, uh, disappointing. What well, an anticlimax. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: yeah. You can
2: get your boots on and go out for a run if I you want. Love
0: to. <laughs> with,
1: yeah.
0: uh, with those emotions all attached to the club, did it feel like giving up on a, on, on a level of... I guess what you dreamed for for so long to say actually I'm going to go now
1: not really because like the dream was obviously to play for Man United was the dream um, but you know this, the main important thing was to play at the highest level possible and if I needed to leave Man United I still always have these because yeah, me- yeah. I've been from 10 and I left at 21 22 mm-hmm. so being 12 years at the club so you know we've always have their memories but for me as a footballer I needed to go elsewhere to try and you know make a career yeah exactly Absolutely. make a name
2: for yeah. yourself whatever. and as you said you finally joined up with Steve Bruce
1: yeah Sunderland
2: this is post Roy Keane yeah there's always a bit of a link between United and Sunderland in those years lots of players went on to play for United were you excited about going there?
1: yeah um, you know Steve is a um, great manager um, he had good reputation he was telling me all these ambitions that the players were going to sign like Darren Bent for example scored Tons of goals for, yeah. for in the Premier League for England and stuff like that. You had Kieran there, um, you know, Shiersy and West came as well. Um, Johnny had been there, Simo had been there, so I knew a lot of lads that had been mm-hmm. there and told me about the, you know the family feeling around the place. The facilities facilities up there were were um, top level. To be fair, like probably one of the, the better than the Spurs ones when I was down ah, okay. there. So it's it was exciting time for me to to go up there and you know play in the Premier League. Um, trying to make a name for myself.
2: Talking of Darren Bent, let's talk about the beach ball. Yeah. You were there that day?
1: Yeah, I was there. Um, it just summed him up, like the time play <laughs> It does, it sums him up. If anyone that's played with Darren, you'll know, like, you could be in training, they could be playing a game or whatever, the ball's over here, there's eight players kicking lumps out of each other. He'll just be over here on his own and it'll somehow just... roll Bounce to him. Him. Yeah, so it's like, he scores that goal and it's like, Wow like incredible it's just another thing that Darren's done is it a beach ball said the keeper the wrong way that was unbelievable that yeah that fabulous. was unbelievable but that's that was just him all over yeah goal scorer
0: so it is Saturday the 17th of October 2009 fully in story mode now and yeah. Sunderland beat Liverpool at the Stadium of Light courtesy of one of the most bizarre goals in Premier League history a Liverpool fan in the Liverpool away section smashes a big beach ball onto the pitch mm. It's just like a young lad it bounces in front of the goal. Pepe Reina sees it. There's no time to do anything about it because the ball's bouncing around Darren Brent gets the, the football. Shoots. It pings off the beach ball, spins in the opposite direction. Pepe Reina follows the beach ball, which is bright red <laughs> and the football ends up in the back of the net. Yeah. If you didn't know that story, look it up on YouTube. It's brilliant. And you came on in the 66th minute. Right. Okay.
2: That can't be your only memories of Sunderland though. Tell us about the good memories <laughs> before you obviously did your ACL. You know, you said you did it twice. Yeah. But, until then
1: up until then yeah it was good um i played a lot of the games on on the on the wing there um first season was it was all right i could have done better but you know it was my first year away from the club properly and i was starting to to bed in but then so my start my second season we go pre-season had a good summer and normally for me because i was naturally fit i never used to do anything like fitness wise i used to just go on holiday relax enjoy and then come back first day of pre-season and be fine. Yeah, I remember
3: uh, I was like that myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, but this summer, for whatever reason, I went. I think I went on holiday a like, lot with one of my mates who was like fitness fanatic. So in between going to events yeah. and whatever, I was up like nearly every morning going for runs and stuff and or just being active, like hikes and stuff like that. Um, I came back that pre-season. It's probably the fittest I've ever been. So I talked like Kieran, Kieran was on like one of the WhatsApp groups, and he was training with some Marine or someone. So he was sending videos into the, the group chat like five in the morning. Yeah, I'm a Marine. There's always that one like in the group WhatsApp, isn't <laughs> so there? That's amazing well. ours This guy's gonna be super fit. So anyway, we start pre-season. I'm doing like 1v1, Steve loved the 1v1. And it was me against Kieran. I'm thinking, oh my God, this guy's basically a Marine yeah. now. Um, <laughs> but we, was, we we're doing the 1v1s and we was just battling and battling. and. I did really well against him. Like I thought he's right up here fitness wise mentality and I was right up there with him. Yeah. So it was a, a great battle. I think that set the tone for my pre-season that summer. I think I scored something like six or seven goals in the pre-season and the manager, Steve was saying that, I think Benty scored 24 goals the season before and he was saying, you know, this season, I think Fraser's gonna be pushing Darren this year to, to be up there. Yeah. So I'm filled with all this confidence I've had a, like I said, great pre-season. The manager's saying stuff like that and start first game of the season. Did all right. I think, I can't remember if we drew or not. And then the second game of the season, we're at home to Man City. We've obviously spent all this money now and I start the game and after about, I don't know if it's half an hour or something like that, I've done my knee. So then that was it. It was like season done, basically. So I go from that, I've, I've, I've done all the, like exciting was stuff. Was that a tackle or anything? Or just- no, it was just like literally just, the ball's broke between me and Mika Richards and I'm shoulder to shoulder with him. I'm not gonna budge because no. he's massive yeah. in his. So I've just like gone, he's come in and I've stepped back. So he go past me and I put my foot down and my knees just like rocked out to the side. And he crunched a fellow, I was like oof, a bit sore. So I went to stand up. You when know, you put your leg, stand up on your, like flexing my leg. Yeah. And it felt like it was just going backwards. Wow. I was like, oof, that don't feel great. No. So then I get stretched it off and scan or whatever, and I've uh, done your ACL. I've had the surgery, whatnot. And then, um, so around March, well, maybe February time, I'm back in training. Um, March, um, we play Man City again on the Saturday and I'm training Friday at the training ground and I'm just going to be starting. It's like my first game back, so I think, yeah. Two minutes before the end of the session, same thing again. Rocked, same kind of movement, jumped outside, put it down rocked it but it didn't feel as bad that time I walked in I thought maybe I've just because throughout my rehab I'd do stuff and it'd flare up a bit and Mm -hmm. have a little scanner just have a rest for a couple days so anyway travelled down with the team thinking hopefully it'll be alright in the morning woke up in the morning my knee was just massive and it was a real kick in the teeth so then I had to do another I think I did about 11 months out again after that so I did like six seven already and I do another 11 is that
2: a common thing that someone does it and then does the same knee straight away after I've never heard of that
1: the surgeon told me that there's like a five percent chance of it happening again and then so yeah can imagine where my head's at I've done all that rehab got back and I've done it again there's like five percent chance apparently that's what he said to me but yeah
2: so the long rehab days too aren't they
1: oh horrendous it was just I was literally for about two three months I was I had the knee brace on and I could only bend it a little bit so then I'm just in the gym just with heel on a towel just just doing that for like an hour. <sighs> everyone else is training. Yeah, everyone else is training. Like coming in at different times and I'm just in the gym sliding my heel. It was yeah, it was horrendous.
2: What were you like as a player dealing with that kind of thing?
1: Um, I think the first line I did it the first time I wasn't I wasn't wasn't too bad because I thought you know I. Like, I didn't realise how long it was going to be yeah. and the gravity of the injury. So it was all right. But then the second time was a killer because I knew what I'd been through. I knew it was going to be longer. And also when I went, <laughs> I went for the scan and uh, they rang me later. So I've got your results for your scan. And I sent it to the specialist or whatever yeah. and they said, oh, I've got the scan. It doesn't look too bad. It looks like you've um, just overstretched it kind of thing couple of weeks you would be you would be fine so i'm thinking phew Brilliant. go away with that turns out they, they, look, they sent them the wrong scan so the that wrong was a, person no so it, it was it was my scan but say i went like three months before for like an instant oh where i just banged God. it and it was just like a bit of swelling so they sent them the wrong scan so they thought it was all right so i thought it was all right and then rang back to that like phrase i'm sorry we sent him the, the wrong scan uh. you've done it again so then i was just I was sat in my car or something. I was just crying for about an hour. Yeah, there you were. Surrendous. <laughs> there you were. I think that's where uh, I realised how much I enjoyed being a footballer because I couldn't, I didn't do it for the first I couldn't do it at all. Mm-hmm. And then all that time out, it just makes you appreciate. I think that's when my mum determined to come back and, yeah. and carry on and mm-hmm. playing. In all this time, when did your England camp, uh, England cap come up?
0: A month after
1: your return, yeah, right? Yeah, just after I came back from that. So I came back first for Sunderland. I scored. Quite a good goal, you should get the video up when we're talking about this. Borough. Go That one Yeah, that, no, that one, not, that was a cup one. Right, okay. Norwich. Norwich. probably. I think it was in were top 10 goals of the decade, but I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Looking <it> up. <laughs> yeah, I scored there and then I got my England call up. That must have been totally out of the blue because you've only been playing a month or so. Well, yeah, but I think the thing was, um, Stuart Pearce was got the job yeah. for a short period of time and he was my England manager when I was coming through mm, the youth right, so, okay. he you. so he knew mm. me and he was massively into the youth and bringing them yeah, yeah. through the stages so he, he did me a favour brilliant mm. and brilliant. The, and that
3: time is when your daughter was born yeah my eldest. so you miss your daughter child, yeah. you miss her birth yeah but the, the minute you came on is the minute she was born yeah
1: yeah more or less yeah missus had a TV in, in the room and when I'm coming on she was coming out
2: <laughs> was, there a a <laughs> was there a question of you being there
1: or well uh, the f- she rang me in this like four o'clock in the morning saying "What's oh, water's broke so I'm like um, yeah. she wasn't due for another two weeks Oh so right, okay. she, um I was like what should I do yeah she'd have said to me come back I'd have, I'd yeah, have gone yeah. back but you know, I'd have been gutted but I'd have, I'd have done it but she was like no just just stay
0: where were you? Because it was playing the Netherlands, right?
1: Yeah, uh, at Wembley. Oh. So I was in London, she was in um, Sunderland. What? Yeah, Sunderland Hospital. And how old's Wembley now? Huh? How old's a how little girl
3: now? <laughs> yeah, we should call it her Wembley, Called shouldn't her Wembley, we? Wembley, ten. Yeah. yeah, she's ten now. Debut.
1: Eleven in February. <laughs> Wembley, Wembley debut, Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby Wembley. That's brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. It, was a, it, was a, it was a good day. But even like that game, people ask me about that game and I don't remember... Fuck oh, Fraser. Who was playing? <laughs> I don't remember coming on for Welbeck and that was about it. I don't remember who was playing in that game. I was stressed. There's a picture of me like doing Oh a no, walk, I can imagine his stress would be, And I looked about 85. Do you know the score? We got beat 3-2. Yeah.
0: Last cause, minute winner.
1: Yeah. Because Ashley Young scored, didn't he? And I thought... He I should know, pa- I know Robin scored last minute winner. He should have passed it to me, I thought. He should have passed it across to me to get a nice little wrong. tap in. But he shot and scored. Selfish. Selfish. Do you have
2: <laughs> your England Cup... Framed yeah. along with your other stuff.
1: Not the cap, but I've got the shirt framed. Yeah. and the caps. It's in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. For the other caps, like, like I've played like England all ages. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caps galore.
2: But a very proud moment for you and all of your family, I'm
1: sure that Brilliant. was as well. Yeah, it was Brilliant. class. I had about four coaches going down from Wembley <laughs> to watch the game.
0: Oh, that's yeah, lovely, was, though.
1: No, it was really nice. Must I have mixed,
0: mixed emotions for your daughter's being born yeah and there's, there's all that focus on the football and everyone talking about the football but your mind must have been at the, the hospital you know,
1: yeah that's what I mean it's all kind of a blur I had a headache all day from when she rang me at four in the morning till yeah. I got to the hospital at midnight or whatever it was if I was a regular for England I'd just been like I'm, I'm off I'm but yeah you know, yeah, it's yeah that's such a big after the, moment. the 18 day, months that yeah. I'd had absolutely um, I just thought and I was right, I might never get this opportunity yeah. again, so.
2: Did you hear from Sir Alex in those times?
1: Yeah, I did. He called me, I think midway through, he was like, you know, it's difficult, these injuries. If you wanna change it up and whatnot, you could come down here and do some of your, your training. Brilliant. Yeah, which I thought was class from him yeah. because you don't have to do stuff like that, can you?
2: No. What about what? when you made the England cap? Did you hear from him then, or any no, of your former managers? I not really care about no.
0: England. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. I assume you didn't take
1: him up on the offer to come here for a bit. No, I didn't. I didn't, but I, it was a nice gesture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I stayed up there and just got on with it. If you could give a, a, a
3: Fraser Campbell, an 18-year-old Fraser Campbell, advice now?
1: Yeah, it would be definitely... Um, just like my diet and stuff like that I was one of them that I'd have I don't know if I had a kebab on a Friday night and then I scored yeah for about 8 weeks I used to have a kebab every Friday but I'd have (laughs) stomachache bad after the games but I was just like well (laughs) I I like kebabs anything that I liked doing I just did it rather than thinking right this is not the best thing for my mind obviously then you was a superstitious person um did i think i just like- enjoyed kebabs yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that was just an excuse yeah, found a way around. <laughs> yeah. yeah put it down as superstition but i really yeah. enjoyed a kebab did you <laughs> have any superstitions uh not really no um sometimes i used to hop onto the pitch right but that's about it
2: hop onto the
1: pitch and when you're coming on just like oh, right. do a just do a little hop, little hop. yeah mm-hmm. don't know if it worked or not but yeah <laughs> hopping there you go. There you go, kids. <laughs> Start hopping on the pitch. Now you Ooh.
2: don't get to your career though, and you're not professional.
1: No, just be more professional. That. Like. But
2: I think things with diet and stuff.
1: You can get healthy. vegans
2: and stuff like that. It's only come around the last yeah number of years for yeah. footballers, a lot of players are turning that way, aren't they? But you yeah. know, 15, 20 years ago,
1: it people wasn't were anything.
2: yeah. For
3: breakfast on the back of the bus.
1: Well, well, fried, yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't. You know, I did a good season, so. The, the fries yeah. must have been helping me, yeah. The fries and the kebabs that's what it's all about 100%. But yeah, uh, the importance of you know doing everything you can because I could eat what I wanted, I didn't put any weight on it, it didn't affect me, I yeah. just did. But if I'd have been, been eating better things, I think maybe that have, might have helped me. Mm. If i have gone to sleep at a reasonable hour, I of have been up at all hours, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just little things, I won't change anything massively, no. I don't have any regrets as such, but you know, I could have. Anything can be better. Any thought about
3: going into football
1: after it now? Badges are not really. No. It's not for me. No. Like I don't know. Getting there earlier than the players, leaving later. Yeah. I, I don't want. Don't really fancy it to be honest.
3: But now, yeah. I don't what about want. getting into your, your your dad's
1: band? Playing <laughs> <laughs> the triangle—that's yeah. about all I'm good for. Pink coconut. Yeah. Why not? I, I, it. It. I
2: should say we just went from Sunderland there to finishing, but that's okay. We don't want to keep you all day, but obviously. uh, Cardiff Crystal Palace Hull City finally um, and Huddersfield Town we should mention those before we go but just before we do go what's you've mentioned that you're a Manchester United fan Mm. what does Manchester United mean to you I suppose because you mean a lot to a lot of the fans you know people are so fond of academy graduates but what does it mean to you Um, it's just
1: I don't know it's hard to put it into words Um, everything that I've learned about football has come from Man United the The experiences that I've had, um, going abroad, playing in different um, countries, playing against different teams, different clubs, meeting some youngsters from all around the world, um, educating me on life, that kind yeah. of things. So it's you know, I'm forever grateful for everything that's come after I've left Man United football-wise, because this is you know where it all started, and mm-hmm. this is where I got my love for the game. And yeah, I mean, just eternally grateful. For, for for the people that have made the club what it is, beautiful, lovely way to the end there, isn't It was
2: lovely.
3: <laughs> you thank that? you very much for that no, prep.
2: No, no. <laughs> yeah. That said Kelly <laughs> huh? yeah. hasn't listened to the podcast, but he has. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's he, knows. So he knows. He knows. That Nobody, they would like to end. Nobody's yeah. ever finished with one of those. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fraser,
0: brilliant. thank you so Fraser's much. Brilliant. Yeah. Call it that okay. problem. Time to debrief. We're back on the balcony again.
2: Back on the balcony.
0: That was Fraser Campbell. Enjoy that? I thought it was really good. I, I thought really it was really that. fun. Yeah,
2: I always good. really enjoy the academy graduates. I really yeah. do. That old, story old is,
0: stories, is great, isn't it? Yeah. That journey. Um, Helen, I've never given birth to a human child, but I don't know if I was, that I would be able to be paying attention to a game of football at the same time.
2: No, I can imagine that's not easy, but... Do you know what? He was telling that story and I was thinking, would I be this empathetic and let my <laughs> husband play <laughs> his first cup? I think in that scenario I probably would. Well, especially, but also, I it's suppose, a pretty good reason to miss it your It's a great story, break, isn't absolutely. it? It's a really yeah.
0: good story. Absolutely. I think he's gone home gutted that he didn't consider the name Wembley, maybe. Yes, yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's like he's only heard that suggestion now.
0: Well, that's it. He
2: needed you in his yeah, life yeah, earlier, yeah. maybe.
3: Changing by I think it'd be a problem for him Never too late That Never was obviously A
2: career high But <laughs> A career low Two ACLs Back to back That is tough Frightened.
0: Especially with the, the Cruelness of them Sending the wrong scan yeah. And so being told Like no it's actually Going to be okay mm. And then Like a sucker punch afterwards Yeah nothing worse
3: no nothing worse but he looks well does he's really happy he looks really it? well if there's any clubs out there who might be interested
2: Agent Maisie's on the Agent kiss Agent Maisie's
3: on the, on the prowl um, you can uh, get in touch uh, we won't <laughs> have, via the
2: United podcast yeah
3: get in touch with the United <laughs> podcast we will not charge too much commission and any commission we do receive will be uh, given away to charity well, well, I thought agents get loads of money I thought
0: we were going to make loads of money yeah? no it's, oh, it's right. for charity Oh. Come on! What about his dad, by the way? I know. Yeah, legend. legend. But a soul. The Pink coconut. When can we go and watch Pink Coconut? I want to do that. No,
2: they're not. They're not together well, anymore. They get back together. They'd no, get no. back
0: together for Maisie, surely.
2: Especially with those vocals, Maisie, you would be. Oh, in the band.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. You before like a Maisie. Bit of soul? Before oh, we start yeah. singing, should we yeah. say goodbye?
2: <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good idea yeah. thank you for listening to uh, another yeah. episode of the Manchester United podcast don't forget if you want to get in touch you can email us unitedpodcast at manunited.co.uk or you can tweet us
3: yeah
2: we generally always reply don't we
3: well we've had plenty of tweets because obviously we haven't been doing them for a while so yeah. um,
2: we can start great, replying to great now. to be back yes it is great, great to be, to back. be if you, back
0: if you tweet David May, he respond with a signed photograph of his beer machine
2: oh the beer machine such old days Um, yes we will be be bringing new episodes when we have them so turn on your notification bell ding ding that's the bell we'd also love it if you could leave us a rating
3: oh yes five stars stars. five stars or
2: more Um, if you are on Apple Podcasts you can write us your very own review if you're on Spotify you can leave us a star rating and if
3: it is a good review we will read it out Oh. And and the, and the other thing is, we want to know where you are. Do
2: you know what I love mm. about you, Maisie? You're so giving. Well, so giving. Do you know? I've especially ta-
3: today, I've taken so much in my life. It's about giving. You know, it's not all about,
2: you know, receive, receive, give the good love, give the love. See, do you know why Christmas? It's
3: Christmas spirit. Aye, absolutely. <laughs> do you
0: remember it. when she said you should be Father Christmas?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I am free this this Christmas for uh, any bookings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And all the all money donations will go to charity, of course.
2: <laughs> I think we should stop now. I <laughs> think
3: yeah, we should have stopped 10 minutes anyway. ago. <laughs> Keep in touch, send us all your reviews, and uh, we shall see you very, very soon on the next Man United podcast.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.